0: So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. All the advantages that come as a result of our being born again are given to us by God so that we can be a blessed people. One of the many advantages we're blessed by is having a God who does things for us that nobody else can do. One of the things that God does for us that nobody else can do for us is open doors of opportunity like nobody else can do. Doors that nobody can close once that they've been opened for me and you. Doors that He opened so that we can walk through and receive as well as achieve awesome things that He's planned and prepared for me and you. Doors of opportunity that God opened that if we don't walk through, it'll be just like God never opened those doors for me and you. And all that He opened a door for us to have and do will never be had or done by me and you. That's why it's so important. And we learn to walk through the doors that God opened for me and you. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. This is a year for us to be where we're supposed to be hanging with who he wants us to hang with, which is him and his word, him and his word, and the people who heard his word at the same place that he called you to be so that you can be able to step forward in all he has in store for thee. Because as quiet as kept, and it's kept real quiet, some of the grace and some of the truth that he has deposited in Christ is deposited in the person next to you. And that's where you're going to get some of the truth, that God has in store for you because he didn't just deposit it in this brother, but he deposited in these brothers and sisters. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So we're going to get a chance to be able to find out that in this brother is grace and truth also. And that if I spent time with him, part of the things that God has in store for me to know so that I can step forward in the things that God has in store for me and some of the grace that's necessary to be able to step into that can only happen for me if I fellowship with him the way that I'm supposed to fellowship with him. That's why he ain't supposed to be missing in action, that's why he's supposed to be around. Are you listening to me? Because otherwise he's causing all of us to be down on the things that we need to be filled with, to be able to go get what God has in store for us. It's a selfish attitude that will cause him to be away all the time. Are you listening to me? Because well, it's about my life. No, see, it ain't about your life. See, Remember, this thing is about God's way. And so God's way is about everybody. Are you listening to me? And we are not selfish people, but we are selfless people. And as a result of that, we're willing to do whatever's necessary so that to move the entire kingdom forward. Are you listening to me? Like, and there's some things that, that, that I can only step into if I experience this powerful woman right here. And if I don't get a chance to listen to her and talk to her and be around her and stuff like that, then there's no way I could be able to do all of that. Well, you'd be thinking like, well, dang, I'm just coming to a service. How am I supposed to fellowship with him and her? At the, that's why different fellowships exist. Blessed be the name of the Lord. To allow you the ability to be able to just sit and kick it with somebody, talk to somebody. That's so why certain fellowships exist. Like, for instance, take GAA. I got on them G's. I had, figure, I had to go through the list and figure which G it was. G A A generation anointed in fire. That's what a young adults, the powerful young adults, anywhere from nineteen to thirty ish. Praise God! You know, have opportunity to be able to come in, just kick it with one another and talk and shit with one another, so that the gifts and the talents and the wisdom and the knowledge and the skills and the ability and the understanding and everything else that God has placed inside of each person has an opportunity to be able to come out, and then it causes the other people to be able to move forward more powerfully, more confident, with more understanding of the greatness that God has given them to be able to step into what God has in store for them. But if they say, well, I ain't doing that, I ain't doing that, well, then you're cutting off your own self to be able to step into the fullness of what God has in store for you. Because remember, I said just a little while ago, anytime you want something, God's going to give you an opportunity to sow that something into somebody else's life so that they can then turn around and open one into your life. God wants an open door to do what he wants to do in the world so he demonstrates to you the, his way of doing things by turning around and sowing an open door into your life so he can get an open door that he wants to be able to do what he wants to do. And if you want what God wants for you, then you ought to be around to make sure that somebody else gets what God has through you. Are you listening to me? Amen. Amen. Same thing. I can go through the list. We ain't got time, but you know, it works the exact same way. Men with the men, women with the women. We got them going like that. Bless men of God, blessed women of God. We got uh, married folk because God's got truth and grace to be able to help you to be able to step further into the fullness of what he has and stuff for you in relationship to that through covenant partners, singles and stuff. We got uh, G. G to be glorified to be uniquely his praise God you know and soon other ones are going to be opening up because I understand this principle and we got to open and if God's going to call you to a fellowship then if he calls it a fellowship then it ought to fellowship deep concept don't you think praise God we move on God is faithful who called you into the fellowship of his son God knows what you desire he knows what your heart is he knows what you want he know how you want to receive what God has in store for uh, what he has in store for you. But he's calling you unto a fellowship that you can receive all that this he has in store for you. So this year, you got to understand that as a result of that, a great open door is available to you to be able to step forward and allow it to be more than just you. Verse 10. Now I beseech you, brother. You think I'm making all this up. Let's go into the next verse. Now I beseech you, brother. That word beseech means implore, which even includes begging. I beg you, brother. Oh, yeah. By the way, this is written. Uh, by Paul, but he was anointed by the Holy Ghost, which means the Holy Ghost was giving him the words to use and to say. And the Holy Ghost said, I don't say nothing other than what Jesus said. And Jesus said, I don't say nothing other than what the father said. So in any, any deep how uh, God, the father has to beg the believers from time to time. He said, now nah, I beg you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing and that there be no divisions amongst you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. Of course, ultimately, the fellowship is with Jesus Christ, which means there's no division amongst between us and the Lord himself, where we think the same thing he thinks, have the same judgments that he has and everything else, or think just like he thinks so that we can be able to receive what he has in store for us. Wait a minute, it wasn't that in Isaiah 55 that we studied last year? Whereas he said unto them, he said, look, my thoughts are not your thoughts and my ways are not your ways. That's where the problem is. That's why he told us in in, in that verse two, he said, why do you continue to do what you do when it don't work? You know, and then he goes on to tell us, don't you receive my thoughts and come unto me and and learn of me and, and hear what I have to say. Praise God. He said, look, I'm begging you, brother, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. See, Satan's going to try to divide you from the word of God so that you can think one thing and God can say another thing. But and because he knows that he has now disqualified you and cut you short of the power of God that's available to bring to pass all that he has in store for you. But yet at the same time, we say not so. Since that's the case, we're going to make sure we lock in, fuse in, get right wrapped up, tied up, tangled up tightly with the Lord God Almighty and his word and know what he has to say about the open door that he's open for us that we can walk through each and every day. We're going to know what he has to say about it. That's why we learned at the end of the year about the importance of being able to get as multi- many scriptures as you can about the circumstance and situation that you may be facing to move forward into what God has in store for you so that nothing can block you nor stop you from moving forward into what God has in store for you. Get a full clip just like David did when he came back with five, Smooth stones, so that he he had received from the brook, um, from the uh, from from the the brook, where the water was constantly running by, And, and where the water was constantly going. Water represents the Word of God. He reached in that Word of God and pulled out something solid. was just set up perfect for him, put it in his heart, which was the pouch, so that he can later on be able to put it in his mouth, which was the sling, and then he could be able to throw it and say what it is he needed to say, so that the uh, mountain could fall that very day, so that God could guide the rock and power the rock to be able to hit exactly where it needs to hit in order to cause the giant to be able to drop. You remember the teaching? Praise God. And so that's what you, that's what we need to do, is to be able to get in fellowship with the word, but at the same time, not only in fellowship with the word in terms of the word itself, but even be able to share that with other people, you know, so that the power of God can be able to be multiplied up in the middle of your life. Because the Bible teaches that one put a thousand to fight, but two put 10,000 to fight. The Bible talks about how uh, the power of God is exponentiated through people walking together in unity. So, so why it's so important for us uh, this year to be able to check out who's our crew, who's the crew that's running with you. Because if the crew that's running with you don't say the same thing that the word of God has to say, then you need to leave them alone. And begin to lock in with somebody that says the same thing that God has to say. Are you listening to me? This is good. We move on. And so God is faithful. Who's the one that's going to call you, invite you into a a, a fellowship. I love that word call. That word call also translates invite. Which means that it is an invitation that's given unto you to show up and to do what it is he wants you to do. But yet it's an invitation that does not have to uh, be accepted. Because we can either accept or reject what God has in store for us. Turn over to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. See if I can help you out a little bit with this one. 1 Thessalonians chapter five. God's faithful. Get that up in your head this year. God's faithful. Who promised you? God's faithful. I told you he called you, invited you into an open door that he has in store for you. Let's look at verse 24. It's going to be good. Faithful is he. I said chapter five, verse 24. Amen. First Thessalonians chapter five, verse 24. Praise God. All right. I'm, Still Hearing papers rustling, praise God. First, that's only I want you to see it because this ain't one of them long verses. This is gonna be it as soon as I read it. That's it. First, first sign. That's why I'm sticking around. Normally, I can keep reading and y'all will catch up eventually, but this is the verse verse 24. Faithful is he that called you. Watch this now, who also will do it. Now, we already found out that he's faithful. But one of the reasons why he wants you to have the same mind, same judgment, same thought, same speech and everything else is because faithful is he who both invited you and's going to do it because you're not the one that's going to do it. You're just going to one that's going to do what he tells you to do so that he can do what he wants to do in the midst of your life. Are you listening to me? In order to be the millionaire, the billionaire church, you're not going to be the one that makes the millions. He's going to give you the millions, but he just needs you to do what he needs you to do so that it opens the door for he can be able to flood that thing to you. He told Isaac at one point, go dig some wells. But remember, at the time he told him to dig them, it was a famine going on in the land. And like famine, what I'm gonna gonna dig wells for in the famine? It ain't rain, ain't no water, there's a famine going on, man. And if I dig a well, it's just gonna be dry? That looks stupid out there digging wells. Just dig the wells, and he dug the wells. And as he dug the wells, God filled every single one of them. Where'd the water come from? I don't know, but I know it showed up, praise God. Praise God, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, all kind of people can give you all kind of answers. I don't know. It showed up. Like, where the water come out of a rock? Praise God. I mean, was all that water up in a rock? Normally speaking, no. But yet God can, you forget God's the creator. God can make something manifest where it ain't even supposed to manifest. Water out of rock, wells out of, uh, 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 I mean, field wells out of empty wells that are drug, dug in dry land at dry times. God can cause all kinds of awesome things to happen. So because of that, because of that, remember, God is faithful. But you got to remember that despite what the news is telling you. News might turn around and lie to you and say, well, the economy is about to go down. Don't you get a frown? Because they ain't got nothing to do with you. Because God's opened a door for you. That's why he said, behold, I've opened unto you a door that can't no man close. Dow Jones ain't got nothing to do with this. Are you feeling me? Ain't got nothing to do with this. None of these. Who's running the stock exchange at the time? Ain't got nothing to do with this. Watch this now. Don't get up. Don't no trip. It don't even matter who president. Now, when God opened a door, God said, I'm going to do this for you. So what difference does it make? I don't care if every business closed up. yours stand open. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And if yours is the only one open, you know you're about to get over. (laughs) Faithful is he that called you, who also will do it. So as you move forward, know that God is faithful. God's going to come through. You can trust him. You can bank on him. You can keep moving forward, knowing that I'm not the one that's got to do this. He's going to do this. I'm not the one that's got to do this. He's going to do this. All I got to do is do my part, do what God told me to do, because if I do what God told me to do, then he can then come through. So I don't have to worry about whether or not it's going to work all the time. I I know it's going to work. Why? Because God's faithful. God's faithful. So I just do what he told me to do and watch it work. It might not make sense in the natural, but so what? Move forward and do what God told you to do because you got to see it in the spiritual. Remember, I said the natural might not look like it's changed, but it has changed because God's now involved. Turn to 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. This one ought to be easy because it's just a page or two over. 2 Thessalonians, because I lost at least 30, 40, 50 seconds on that last one. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. Let's look at verse 3. In fact, let's read down from verse 1. Finally, brethren, pray for us, that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you. You can pray that, you know, and have other people pray for you that you have a chance to move forward into what God has in store for you. And we may be uh, delivered from, and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men. I know that's right. For all men have not faith. Let the truth be told. You know, that's in the Bible. All men have not faith. But, but, everybody say but. There's a good but right here because God comes after this one. But the Lord is faithful. See, although all men don't have faith and some is wicked and unreasonable, don't worry about that because God is faithful. Who shall establish you and keep you from evil? I like that. God's cool. He throw a little slang up in there once in a while. Who shall establish you and and keep you? I can see him dropping his hand like that. Establish you. Who shall establish you and keep you from evil? (laughs) And we have confidence in the Lord touching you that you both do and will do the things which he commands you. Wow, that's good. We see here that the Lord is faithful despite a wicked and unreasonable men. So, in case you're running into wicked and unreasonable men, you know, male and female, created he them, man is a species, not a gender, you know, in case he's running into unreasonable folk, so what? Because God is faithful. And so, they might be talking about, I'm going to fire you. Whatever, God is faithful. Praise God. Well, I'm sorry, but you know, you just don't qualify. I don't think you're going to get in. I wouldn't even put the application in if I was you, but you ain't me. So here, take the application and just do what you're supposed to do with it, and let's let God be God. Because God is faithful who will establish you. I know that's right. No, Now, now I, I keep saying God is faithful, but yet verse 3 says, But the Lord is faithful. He used the word Lord here because that word Lord means one who calls the shots. One well, who calls the shots? And remember, you're not moving forward doing what you want to do. You're doing fo- moving forward doing what he said to do. You're not moving forward just doing any kind of thing all willy-nilly anything that you want to come, in, come up with. I'm believing God for a Ferrari. You know, God ain't establishing that. Are you listening? <laughs> Unless you, like, come on up in here. Unless you got some things to go along with a Ferrari, like the kind of horse, house a Ferrari is supposed to be parked inside of, not outside of, inside of. Praise God. Are you feeling me up in here? Yes, Amen. Amen. With enough money to be able to buy the gas for it anytime you want to and keep it tuned up and stuff like that. And the, and the time to drive it. That does not take away from the Lord. Are you listening to me? Like, then God gets establishing stuff, you know, but but he Amen. He said, but the Lord is faithful who will establish you and keep you from evil. I like that. God won't only establish you, but he's going to keep you from evil. He included that part because of the fact that you got these no faith Wicked, unreasonable people who, you know, might be rolling down on you. But see, don't worry about that. Just handle your business. Turn with me, please, to First Corinthians chapter 10. But, you know, you don't understand. My boss don't like me. You got to understand that, 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 that they said they're going to fire me. You got to understand. No, you got to understand that God is faithful. First Corinthians chapter 10. I don't know why God put me in the middle of this situation. I don't know why God got me going out here like this. Oh, no, no, calm your little self down. Remember the same God who is the one that called you is the same why that delivers you from fear. You're listening too much to Satan. Your mind and your heart's not filled with what God has to say. You're more filled with what it is that the circumstances have to say about what it's going to do to you. But don't you worry about what they say they're going to do to you. You just concern yourself and keep your eye fixed and focus on God. Verse 13 says this. There have no temptation. Of course, that is a temptation. is something that's going to bait you out of doing what God has told you to do. There is no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. You ain't in this situation all by yourself. You ain't the only one that's going through. Nobody understands what I'm going through. Honey, more people than you can shake a stick at know what you're dealing with. Amen. Right. Hey, but you don't well, you understand. They was going to cut my lights off. Uh, I've had mine's off. <laughs> <laughs> Praise him. Hey, Amen. Are you listening to me? Amen. Hey, man. Well, you don't know what they said they going to do. <laughs> they said they were going to fire me, pastor. You don't don't even know what that's like. Oh, please. I had a boss one time who did not like me flat out. Didn't even want me there. Prejudice dude, too, and stuff like that. Praise God, prejudged, you know. And uh, uh, he had made a statement to me when he he told me, because he told me he didn't want to hire me. I told him I didn't want to be hired. But the company that I was working for had told me, no, he has hired you because we have closed up your job where you were, and we've opened up that door, and that's your new job. Go back out there Monday morning. Man, I was tripping out. <laughs> and I was, went up to Belly in the garden, God say, Hey, did not I say the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof? Did I not I say the hills and all they that dwell they in? That man is mine. That job that's mine, that land I put you in is mine. You just go do what I told you to do. I'm like, all right, so I went on up there. When I got up there, he was sitting at my desk when I walked in and he said, They told me I had to hire you. I told you I didn't want you. I told you, this guy was prejudiced, work with me now. I told you he had four departments that he was over. He said, I told you, I've got one of you in each of my departments. He said, I've got my quota. He said, so you're extra. First mistake you make, you fired. fired. Be late one time, you fired. He said, come back from lunch late one time, one time, you're fired. He said, just look at me wrong. You're fired, because I don't like you, and I don't like your kind, and you ain't going to be in here. Do you understand me? And I smiled and told him, yeah, hey, I understand you, man. <laughs> I made an awesome statement to him, looked him in the eye. And I said, I'll be here when you leave. Why would you say a thing like that? Because I'm confident. God told me I'm the one who gave you this job. And anytime time he opened the door, ain't nobody closing that. Unless I act ignorant, praise God. But I did what I was supposed to do. And, 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 and just to you know, come to his defense, after it was all over, when I finally did get time for God to move me on to the next place, he called me back into his office. And he said, remember I told you I was going to fire you? He said, I didn't fire you, did I? I said, no, you didn't, sir. He said, you want to know why? I already knew why. But this was his answer. He said, I prejudged you. He said, after working with you, I found out you're the best worker I've ever had in my life. I'm sorry to see you leave. He said, you've made this entire place a better place. And he began to start giving me wisdom on how to handle the next job because he used to supervise the next job I was going on to. This is what you do. This is how you handle it. And this is what you do. And if you ever got any questions, just call me. I'll give you answers. Is that cold? Amen. Well, that's all the that way up time for today. We trust that you are blessed for what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you are seen that one of the awesome things that our God does for me and you is open doors for us that nobody else can shut on me and you. Doors that He opens so that we can receive what He has prepared for us. I hope that you're not only seeing that it's true that God really does open doors of opportunity for me and you, but I also hope that you're learning the importance of walking through the doors that God opens for me and you. Otherwise, it'll be just like God never opened the doors that he opened for me and you. And that which he opened the door for us to get will never be got by me and you. I pray that won't be said of me and that it won't be said of you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210 That's area code 210 785 Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center. 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up and you to the church and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. Don't forget, we invite all of our senior saints in San Antonio's surrounding areas to a wonderful event that's held at Word of Faith San Antonio tomorrow morning just for you. It's called Age of Grace. Age of Grace is a monthly mature adult fellowship for saints ages 55 through 155 from all over San Antonio and surrounding areas. That meets the third Saturday of every month from 9.30 a.m. till around 12 noon where our Silver Saints, our Golden Gang, and our Platinum Pack get together for food, fun, fellowship, periodic, inexpensive outings and day trips, and of course, the Word of God. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. If you need a ride, the VIP transportation service is available for this too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'd be glad to come and get you. So, if you've been blessed by the Lord to reach the Age of Grace, that's age 55 through 155, and you're up for hanging out with some other saints your age who love God, love the Word of God, and still love having fun and fellowshipping too, then Age of Grace Fellowship at Word of Faith is the perfect fellowship for you. So come on through. And bring some other world-loving, fun-loving saints who are in the age of grace with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. And don't forget, if you're 156 years or older, just call me up, I'll get you in. We got grace for you too. When you get the chance, check out our website. It's at wofsa.com. First letters of Word of Faith, San Antonio. That's wofsa.com. You'll be blessed when you do. And don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other believers, and worshiping God in the house of God. I believe every born-again believer should say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when he said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us, sending words of encouragement by letter or email to us, sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to all of you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. You didn't have to do it, but you did. And we're glad you did. The Bible says, God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, That shall he so reap Well since all of you have been such a tremendous Blessing to us Writing words of encouragement to us Praying for us And even sending financial support to us We know that God's not going to be mocked Concerning you He's going to do what he said in his word that he would do That is make sure you reap What you've sown So we thank God in advance For all the blessings that are coming your way Because of your being the blessing that you've been To all of us May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do. That is to be a blessing to a blessed people like you. So once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week.